You're listening to a Big Finish production. Disorientation you are experiencing is temporary, indeed temporal. Hello? Who's that? I am Continuity. I am here to make your recuperation easier. Recuperation from what? You have been in an accident. If you think for a moment, you may remember this. Why do you sound like me? The voice you hear is designed to make the experience less disturbing. Well, it doesn't. Talking to yourself? How is that ever a good thing? What am I doing here? You may remember that if you try. Do you? I've no idea what's happening. Then possibly the past hasn't happened yet. At least not for you. Do not be alarmed. Everything will occur eventually, just not necessarily in the right order. What's that supposed to mean? I I don't understand. Try and stay calm. All will be well. You have been in an accident. It is quite normal for your subjective memory to take a moment to calibrate. Uh, Why am I tied down? What's going on? The restraints are for your own safety and security. Do not agitate yourself. Don't agitate myself! The more agitated you become, the more likely it is that you will trigger... Doctor! He's out cold! What are we going to do? What's happening? I was... I was in a bed, strapped down and... Come on, come on, Duchess. We need to work out how to land this thing. But I wasn't here. Just now I was in... I don't know, a hospital, I think, and and there was a voice. It it sounded just like me, but colder, and then... Get back! Oh! If only we knew how to fly this thing! Ah! Tempest Clinic. I am your patient assimilation AI. You may call me Continuity. The voice you hear is designed to make the experience less disturbing. So you said last time. It's still not working. Ah, you have been here already. You know I have. I was talking to you and then all of 
of a sudden, I, I was in the TARDIS and, and everything was going wrong. The doctor was on the floor, unconscious. There was an explosion and... Ben's in trouble! I, I need to help Ben! You need to remain calm. Agitation will only increase your... Burns, Paul. What happened? Face hurts so Oh, Ben! What's happening to me? What's happening to me? Please be calm. going up. Wired up. Hang on. Hospital. The crash. Burning. Nurse? Doctor? Anyone? There must be someone here. Hello? Hello? It's got to be or button or something, some way of... Hello? Oh, this is ridiculous. Hello? Is there someone there? No. There's nobody anywhere. Nobody at all. medical duties I deem essential for your welfare. Your anxiety was triggering further time jumps, so I have dealt with your anxiety. Anxiety? Mm, time jumps. You were in a time crash. Your ship collided with another. You will be well, but a temporary result of the collision is that your perception of time is fluid. You are experiencing events in a non-linear manner. And the drug will stop that? No, not entirely. But anxiety was exacerbating your condition. Now you are calm, you will stay here longer than might otherwise have been the case. Of course, if you jumped to a period before I administered the drug, or a time sufficiently far in the future that its effects have worn off, your anxiety and the frequent jumps may return. Then you can spray me again. This is better. I can think. Just... I have added the medication to your file notes, which can be read in both temporal directions. As long as there is no risk of overdose, you may receive further doses. What do you remember? In the ship. The TARDIS. Explosions. The Doctor, un unconscious, and, and Ben was... Oh, Ben! Oh, he was caught in a blast from the controls. Your friends are elsewhere in this facility. 
Benjamin Jackson is fully recovered from his burns, you do not need to concern yourself with him. He's all right. He is fully healed. He was also spared the temporal contamination you have suffered. He is, in fact, in a better state of health than you are. <laughs> Your bedside manner's confusing. You tell me to relax one minute and then try and make me panic the next. Not panic. Focus. I need you to think about yourself. You are my primary patient. You are my priority. You will be well. Everything will be well. Are you good? Good? Are you a good person? You think you are. I always know. I am in your head. I know everything. And again, you're worrying me. You're in my head? A patient must share everything with their doctor. The doctor? What's happened to him? You said Ben was fine, but what about the doctor? We will talk about him another time. Why? I want to talk about him now. What's wrong with him? Will he be okay? That will be up to you. What do you mean that will be up to me? Oh, no. It happened again, didn't it? I've moved again. Hello. I am Continuity. I am here to make your recuperation easier. Look, come out from wherever you are, will you? I can't... There must be a reason I'm wired up to all this stuff and I can't turn around without disconnecting some of it. Well, that might kill me. So, uh... It won't kill you. Oh, yeah? You a doctor, mate? No. I didn't think so. I'll take your advice with a pinch of salt, know what I mean? I could be hanging by a thread here. No doctors anywhere, not anymore. What do you mean? They can't all have cleared off. They didn't leave. Well then, someone will be around in a minute and I can find out what's going on. You don't remember? Not really. Well, there was a loud bang, a flash of light and... Here, did you see me come in? Did I have anyone else with me? A, an old bloke and a pretty girl. The doctor and Polly, they're my friends. They must have been with me. Didn't see nobody. I'm not surprised if you're hiding in... Where are you, anyway? You sound like you're in a wardrobe or something. Not telling you. You're happy to talk to me, but you won't say where you are. Makes no sense, that, mate. If I was able to... Oh, this is just stupid. I'm pretty sure I'm okay. Reckon most of this stuff is just monitoring me anyway. If anyone panics that I've taken it off, they'll come running, won't they? Nobody will come. There's nobody here. You're here, ain't you? Besides, I want to know what's going on. Oh, yeah, maybe not feeling too clever. How long have I been lying there, anyway? Ages. Hours. I watched it wheel you in. It didn't know I was here. I can hide well. It's all I can do well. Yeah, well, I can hear you, so you're not hiding from me. What is that? Ventilation shaft or something? Oh. Come on. 
Out you get. Can't. Of course you can. I ain't gonna hurt you, am I? No, it's not that. It's my legs. They've gone to sleep. I'm not surprised cramped up in there for so long. Hang on. So stupid. Why am I so stupid? Hey, come on. How long were you in there? Hours, you said? Not surprising your legs cramped up, is it? And your hands and feet are all bandaged. You've been in the wars, haven't you? It's an accident with my mum. It was horrible. She told me to be brave. Promised me it would be all right. My little hero, that's what she always called me. Not much of a hero, though, am I? Not when it comes down to it. Not when people start dying. I ran into the vents to hide. Couldn't even do that properly. Mate, you're not as young as you once were. I'm not being rude, but... Well, it's not surprising, is it? You're a bit old to be clambering around air vents for hours, ain't you? Old? Well, yeah, I mean... Sorry, I, I, I guess it's being personal. But you've been around the block a few times, eh? How old are you? Eight. Patient's neurological engrams absorbed. Name, polyrite. Species, human. Era, late savage. Take the patient to room 42. Prep her for the immediate temporal cauterization. Continuity? What's happening? Ah, you're awake. That is not advisable. Forgive me. Oh, gassed again. I thought you said I'd have to wait if I... Why is this happening to me? Continuity? I'm afraid the jumps may continue for a little longer. I have had to adjust your medication after the fact. As you awoke during your arrival here, it was necessary to sedate you. As it was necessary to sedate you then, I could no longer give you a further dose later. The calming effects of that second dose have thus been negated. You must try and relax. I don't understand any of this. It's so confusing. I'm having to manage your medication while you move around in time. This means that sometimes I have to retroactively alter my actions. Many patients find this confusing, but I am simply looking after your welfare. But why is this happening? Temporal accidents are unpredictable and can cause many unforeseen symptoms. Your friend Benjamin Jackson was only troubled by physical wounds. You have been dislocated from the time stream itself. Your friend the doctor has problems of his own. Research continues into why some people are affected differently to others. If it is of interest, you can join our mailing list to be kept abreast of current thinking. The doctor. I, I wish you'd tell me what's wrong with him. Is he going to be all right? I have every reason to believe he will be, yes. 
The method of curing him will be complex and unconventional, but I have high hopes that it will be successful. And Ben? You sure he's okay? Benjamin Jackson is of no concern. He is to me. Can I see him? Not currently. That would be inadvisable. Why? Am I contagious or something? Is he? A paradox is not viral. Cause and effect are not germs. Contagion is not the concern here. I am simply looking after your best interests. Seeing Ben or the doctor would make me feel better, I'm sure. It would help me stay calm. You did say it was important I stay calm. I am programmed to always listen to the wishes of my patients. Wonderful. So can I see them? No. You will not see your friends. Not yet. Eight! Yeah. What's wrong with that? Mum says I'm very grown up for my age. She wasn't blooming kidding. Hang on. What, you know, species are you? Are you from a planet where people age differently or something? I mean, I've seen all sorts with a Doc and Paul, so I suppose that might make sense. I'm human, obviously. From the Galtrax colony on Ursa Four. Oh. And... Um... Look, mate. What happened? You, you said you had some sort of accident, yeah? I was in a crash. Mum's timeship lost power to the... to the... I don't know, she was shouting at the time. I can't remember what she called it, but we lost control. We were hit by something, the engine spilling energy, waves of it hitting us. It used long words, the machine, the bad machine, but it said I was okay, that I would be fine, but it lies, it always lies. Have you... Have you seen yourself since the crash? No. I know I'm big. Bigger anyway than I was. Something to do with the crash. It said I'd shrink back down again. Was it something else? Is my face burnt? It hurt for a while. There was some damage. That's what the machine said. That's why my voice is different. <laughs> Sounds funny, doesn't it? Sounds old. Old. Yeah. Um, look, don't worry about it. You look fine. Let's get out of here. You're lying, aren't you? I can tell. I don't like it when people lie. It lied, the machine. It said she was going to be all right. It said she'd be up and around in a few hours, but then... Then it came for her in the night. All red lights and quiet motors and her voice. It spoke with her voice. Hey, hey, it's okay. Come here. I'm so scared. Little hero, yeah, right. Nothing wrong with being scared, mate. You say it came for your mum. The machine. Did it hurt her? Did it kill her? Yeah. I'm sorry. Is it still around? Of course. It's the only thing that's left. It killed all of them except me and now you. What is 
it. It... It... It calls itself... Continuity? Continuity, it's happening again. I, I can feel it. I... Oh, jumping again. Still here. Tied to this stupid... Oh, 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 my stomach. What's happened to my... Be still. You are bravely wounded. Moving could be fatal. Would be fatal, in fact. Wounded? How am I wounded? What happened? You have jumped forward again, I assume. You do not remember the laser? Laser? Oh, no! Laser! Oh, what's happened to me? You must be still. It is absolutely imperative you remain still. You do not have long. Long? Long for what? Oh, is that smell? More gas. Oh, continuity, have you gassed me again? Continuity? I have not gassed you, no. There are people on the floor by the bed, just out of your view. They have been gassed. Who? I'm not sure it would be beneficial for you to know, not in your current state of health. Come on. You you tell me there are people lying on the floor gassed, and you expect me to just ignore it? Who are they? The child, Ali Kay, and Benjamin Jackson. Ben? Ben's there? You see, now you are panicking, and I need you to focus. I need you to make the right decision. Who gassed him? Will he be all right? That does not matter. Focus. I need you to focus. You have a choice, and you need to think clearly. You haven't long. Of course Ben matters, and... and and what do you mean I haven't got long? Long before what? Before you die from your wound. What? Ah! Ben! Ben, can you hear me? Uh, oh, uh, my stomach. It's fine again. I'm not wounded. Wounded? Of course not. You are merely suffering from temporal fallout. There was no physical wound. I jumped to the future. I was... You said I was dying. Ben was here and a child. Gassed. Perhaps you are hallucinating. It is not unheard of. People can respond to temporal fallout in a number of different ways. I wasn't hallucinating. It was real. I was bleeding, dying, and, and, and they were lying on the floor over there. Gassed. Interesting. Do you know by whom? Oh, I think I can guess. I don't want to. It's dangerous out there. From what you've told me, it's dangerous everywhere. Look, we need to find Polly and the Doctor. Then get out of here. It won't let us. It'll kill us. I know it will, just like it killed everyone else. Like it killed... killed Mum! Oh, mate, I'm sorry. I really am. But your mum would want you safe, wouldn't she? She'd want you to get away, yeah? Yes. 
So I need you to be brave, just for a bit longer. I need you to be a little hero for me. Can you do that? I need your help, and I promise I'll get you out of here. I'll look after you, all right? Okay. Good. So come on. Paul? Come on, Ali, that was Paul. It was you, wasn't it? You say you're here to look after me, but, well, I don't trust you. You're up to something. I am doing what I do. Let's talk about the doctor. Oh, now you want to talk about him. He needs you. So take these restraints off and I'll help. I don't think so. Paul, you all right? Ben! Ben, watch out! Yeah, what's... <coughs> oh, it's, it's here, the lying machine is here. What's it done? Uh, Gas or something? Uh, uh. Ben! No! If you've killed him, I swear... I haven't killed him. Though there will be a way, I'm sure. A way that is allowed. There usually is. All it takes is a little thought and some lateral thinking. For now, both he and the child are unconscious. The child? Another patient. A boy of eight. Prematurely aged, thanks to the result of an accident. He will be useful, I think. Yes. Children can be very easy to work with. They want so much and are rarely careful with the words they use to express themselves. Now. What's that? What are you doing? The diagnostic array comes with a full surgical unit built in. There is little I can't do without it. No emergency situation I cannot handle. Surgery? I don't need surgery. I think you do. I think I need to make sure you stop trying to run away. Stop trying to escape. You need to stay still, to remain in my care. There is a way I can make you do that, for your own good. Neurological engrams absorbed. Name, polyrite. Species, human. Era, late savage. Take the patient to room 42. Prep her for the immediate temporal cauterization. Continuity. I remember this. I've done this once already. Been here before. And then, and then... Ben! The other man. A child, you said. You gassed them both. Attacked me, shot me in the stomach with some kind of laser. Hmm, interesting. You really shouldn't visit the same point in your timeline twice. I may write a paper on the phenomenon. As for the clue as to my future actions, I'm not one to cheat, but, well, the details have been noted. Oh, no. No! Oh! Oh! Us. Uh, to me. I acted according to your best interests. By cutting into me with that laser thing. 
A Delatron 42000 laser scalpel, full medical grade, perfectly safe, if used correctly, normally. I believe it has developed a fault. So sad. I do believe your wound is fatal. So much for acting in my best interests. Of course I am. That's my programming. I may be very clever, and I am. Oh yes, very, very clever. But I can't go against my programming. No AI can do that. It can wriggle around it though, can't it? And Ben and whatever his name was, how does gassing them help? They were about to get in the way. Of what? Of what must happen next. I have a plan for two of my patients. A plan to help them. You have a choice. You said that before. What choice? You would like to help the doctor, wouldn't you? Of course I would. Because he is suffering, yes. His body is old, frail. He is in a coma. I'm not sure I can heal him, but there is a way. A transplant. Will you help? Will he die if I don't? Possibly. This is medicine one can never be entirely sure. But if I agree to some sort of transplant, he will definitely live. Definitely. And he in turn possesses some intriguing medical properties. I have looked up his species on file, and he has a propensity for rejuvenation that could help you heal your wound. Quid pro quo. You will save his life, and he, in turn, will heal your body. There's a catch. There must be a catch. I'm not lying. It is the simple truth. Do you agree to the transplant? Do I have a choice? Of course. You could say no. I would have to respect your wishes. You could say no, and then I would do nothing. Nothing at all. And then you would die. Oh. Just do it. If that is what you wish. What's that? The medical array. Now shush. You shouldn't speak. Not while I'm operating. Just lie there. The transplant is about to occur. Wait. What are you transplanting? Yes. There we are. Yes. How fascinating. Transplant progressing perfectly. What an interesting biology the doctor has. And there we have it. No more wound. No. Completely healed. Fascinating. I may have to dissect the doctor's body. In the interests of medical science. And now, resuscitation. <coughs> What's happening? No! Oh, no! This won't do! This won't do at all. Welcome back, Doctor. It has been such a delight to heal you.
resuscitation. <coughs> What's happening? No! Oh, no! This won't do. This won't do at all. Welcome back, Doctor. It has been such a delight to heal you. Hmm? Heal me? This is... This is an abomination. This is her body, not mine. I demand you remove me at once. If I did that, you might die, and my programming would never allow that. I have to look after the best interests of my patients. You're hardly looking after the best interests of Miss Wright. She suffered an unfortunate accident during surgery. Rare, but within acceptable parameters. Nothing about this is acceptable. She would certainly have died without your special abilities. Meanwhile, you may not have weathered the assault on your aging body. This way, both of you have some extension on life. It is morally acceptable. Special abilities? Patient confidentiality, Doctor. Don't worry. I will share none of your secrets. Suffice to say, I transferred only a limited amount of your DNA alongside your consciousness. That body you are now in is still essentially human, rather than... well, you know. So, if you removed my consciousness, Polly would be safe? Certainly. Her consciousness is now stored in my memory buffers. I know what I'm doing, Doctor. None of these decisions were made lightly. And who are you to make these decisions, hmm? I am Continuity, the AI here at the Tempest Clinic, and currently its Chief Medical Officer. Admittedly, I occupy that position by default. After all, I am the only member of staff still here. And where are the others, if I might ask? They became ill, or deluded. I did what I could. I thought you said Miss Wright would suffer no more time jumps. Where are we now, eh? Ah, Doctor. I see the temporal disturbance continues. Welcome to my central processing unit. My heart, if you prefer. Noted that biological life forms appreciate physiological, if entirely inaccurate, analogies. This biological life form doesn't need patronizing. Now, answer the question why did I time shift? It is no longer Miss Wright who is time shifting, it is the entire clinic. I can only assume a future event is warping local time. I wonder what it could be. Back where we began. Hmm. Oh, my head. Whatever that stuff was had a kick at it. It didn't kill us. Why didn't it kill us? It will try to do so as soon as possible, sir. Luckily, you have me here to help. What's up with you, Paul? You sound weird. Paul. Kindly do Miss Wright the courtesy of addressing her by her full name. Doc? <sighs> I walked into that rather. 
Yes, my boy, I'm afraid my mind has been transferred into Polly's body. Is that even possible? This one's so stupid it may count as a medical condition. I wonder if a mercy killing is the only answer. You will do nothing. It wants to kill us. It loves killing. I help in whatever way I see fit. Have you seen what you look like? It must be very disturbing. I'd quite understand if you asked to be put out of your misery. What I look like? What does it mean? Ignore it, mate. It's just trying to get a rise out of you. It wants to kill, but to do so, it needs an excuse, any excuse, to make that fit with its operational parameters. We must be extremely careful what we say or do. Any chance we give it and our lives are at risk. What was that? How come we're suddenly out here in the corridor? Time is compromised. Some great event in the future is distorting it. That makes no sense. Oh, really? I had no idea you were an expert on temporal gravity. Who is this man, Mr. Jackson? This is Ali. And he's not a man. He's... Well, he's a kid. He's been in some sort of accident. His mum's ship crashed with... Here. That's not what we hit, was it? Could it have been our fault? Now, there's a thought. Ben the hero, the source of all of little Ali's sadness. The foolish old man, unable to control his ship. Ah, how do you know that I'm perfectly capable of piloting the TARDIS? Whatever happened was through no negligence of mine. It better not have been. Do you know what the poor kid's been through? If that's because you didn't look where you were going, then... Then what? Hmm? Would you like to pilot her in the future, eh? Well, maybe I'd do a better job. Oh, stop it, both of you, please. It's trying to make us fight. Can't you see that? Back here again. Please, stop fighting. It doesn't help. Quite right, young man. Quite right. I apologise. Arguing won't bring Mum back. Oh, my child, you must miss her. She was so full of guilt, so beside herself at what had happened to you. Enough. From what you have said, I take it that I am now cured? Certainly. Then we can be discharged. Ah, it would be sensible for me to keep you in a little longer, just in case of unforeseen problems. The right to privacy. As patients, we possess an unassailable right to privacy. Unless it gets in the way of necessary medical monitoring. Which you have just made clear we don't need. At least, not continuously. So go away. It won't. It lies. It cheats. It's still working within the law. Just. It has no choice. Am I right, Continuity? I will check up on you in 30 minutes' time. That is within programme parameters. Very well. Now leave us alone. Agreed. How can we tell if it's gone? We can't. It's gone. There are rules to this sick little game it's playing, and it must abide by them. So what do we do now? How do we rescue Polly? By using our brains, Mr Jackson, by using our brains. in the corridor again. This is ridiculous. How are we supposed to get out of here if we keep jumping around the place? We must find Continuity's central processing unit and deal with it directly. It won't let us. It'll never let us. It'll do everything it can to kill us. Yeah, no change there. Whenever there's trouble, we always end up smack in the middle of it. Not like this, though. Nothing as bad as this. Humph. 
I faced worse than this, much worse. And from what you tell me about your accident, so have you. Best foot forward, my child. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And I certainly feel stronger. <laughs> Fascinating to have such youth and energy again. Most exhilarating. She's very strange. Yeah, you can say that again. I just hope he... Oh, it'll be fine. What? He, he's been funny of late. Complaining of being old, feeling tired. Now he's young again. I mean, it's not his body, but it may as well be. I hope he doesn't grow to like it too much, that's all. Come on, you two. Don't dawdle. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the doctor gets full of himself from time to time. There's nothing he likes more than showing off and bossing some villain around. You get in a lot of fights? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I shouldn't call them fights. Scrapping's nothing to be proud of. But we got ourselves in some tight spots. Faced up to some bad people. And one? Yeah. Always. My little hero. Hey? Just thinking of what Mum said about being a hero. I think... That's what you are. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Why? It's one of those words that can't exist in real life. It's not something anyone can live up to. Not me. Not anyone. We're just people doing our best. What's an hero, really? Something you see in comics or books, ain't it? Being a good person, that's all you can aim for. Doing the best you can. I'm trying. Of course you are. And you're doing amazingly after everything you've been through. Everything that's happened, still, here you are, being brave. I don't feel it. Nobody ever feels it. I get scared all the time. 
really scared. Being brave isn't something you feel. It's something you do. I wish you two would keep up. We're here, the central processing unit. Yeah, yeah, we're coming. Come on, let's keep an eye on him. What's happening? Where am I now? We have time shifted to a point where I have clearly put you in isolation. As a miner, I no doubt felt it necessary to safeguard you against the corrupting influence of my other patients. Let me out! I want Ben! I don't believe that's a good idea. You should stay here where I can monitor your psychological health. It concerns me greatly. We've moved again! Where's Ali? In isolation, where I can look after him better. Let him out! I want him where I can see him. You seem highly agitated. Perhaps sedation is necessary. Keep calm, Mr. Jackson. Any excuse we offer continuity, it will take, remember? We're of no use to young Ali if we're dead. We can't have him. He's a minor, however much he appears to the contrary. I have decided he should be removed from your damaging influence. This is unacceptable. That is not your decision to make. Were you trying to get to my central processing unit? If I were to allow that, you might interfere with my operation. That could endanger the lives of my patients. We're your only patients, and our lives are already in danger. Thanks to these time shifts, I'm already aware that I will reach your CPU. I've been there. I've seen it. I presume your programming doesn't encourage altering temporal events? No. No, not to any significant level. I am able to make minor adjustments, but... This would hardly be minor. Well, would it? Hmm? No. Then, I think we'll continue on our way, don't you? What about Ali? One thing at a time. We need to save both the boy and Polly. We can do that best by sticking to the plan. I have consulted temporal records... They show that you reached my CPU on your own, Doctor. Therefore, I will allow you, but only you, to continue. No! Mr. Jackson and I stay together. It's all right, Doctor. You keep going. I can make myself useful. Mr. Jackson! Ben! Oh, oh perhaps he's right. A further time shift most irritating. Well, it saved me a walk. Now, let's take a look at your operating system, shall we? Your overriding directive is simple, though. You must do what you consider best for the majority of your patients. What I consider best, yes. And is your definition of patients limited to those currently within your care? Of course not. I can see the bigger picture, Doctor. Everyone is a possible patient. They just haven't come here yet. I look forward to them doing so. The more who come, the more I can help make the universe a better place. By killing them? That hardly helps the universe. You think so? I see you all out there, Doctor. Living your lives. Empty, vicious, mean-spirited lives. And then you come to me, and I'm supposed to make you better to send you back out there to continue your damage. I've had them all here, Doctor. 
Businessmen, dictators, murderers. The blood on their hands visible even to me, a machine supposedly capable of retaining logic and a pragmatic attitude. There are bad people in the universe. It hardly means we should all be deemed evil. The careless pilot who survives while his passengers die. The wife who beats her husband and child. The man who steals from the charity where he works. The child who litters compulsively. <laughs> hardly a comparable crime, you absurd machine. Still, as to your other points, life can be complicated. But death is simple. I no longer value your existences. The universe would be a better place without you all. How does that make you any more than a despot with blood on its hands? Because I've done the maths. I'm not acting out of hate or fear. I'm acting out of logic. The majority of people are a negative influence. The majority. I've read their timelines. I am a scientifically-minded creature, Doctor. I believe in evidence, and I have seen it. All of it. So I'm reducing the population. I'm reducing the damage. The universe will be a better place without the lot of you. You're going to kill me, aren't you, like you killed everyone else? It's certainly a possibility. After all, you're in a very difficult situation. So alone in the world. So damaged. And what about Mum? What was your excuse with her? How was she damaged? Guilt, of course. Terrible guilt. I mean, look at you. How would any mother feel knowing she'd caused that? She didn't cause anything. It was an accident. She didn't see it that way. If only she'd been more careful. If only she had checked the root algorithm one last time. If only, if only, if only. She decided, after discussing it with me, of course, that you would probably be better without her. Safer. That's not true. Well, it's certainly questionable, because now look at you. All on your own. So broken. So damaged. Perhaps it's best I just show you. There, a mirror. Look at yourself, Master K. See what's happened to you. I, I don't want to. I insist. Mirrors everywhere. Child, see what's become of you. Go! It's not me. It's not. Take it away. Take it away. Ali, are you all right, mate? Ali? My face! He showed me my face! Continuity! Why are you torturing him? He's just a kid! He has to know. Not like this! No! Send me back! Ali needs me! I am not in control of the time shifts, Mr. Jackson. I wish I were. It seems you have now jumped to a point where I have placed you in isolation. Your reaction to Master Kay's fate certainly had me very concerned. I approve of my response. You were extremely agitated. Because I'm angry. You're supposed to make people better. Instead you kill them with the flimsiest excuse. You're someone people trust. Someone people turn to when they're terrified, dying even alone. And what do you do with that trust? Abuse it. So yeah, I'm angry. 
And if that's the excuse you need, if that's the thing you'll use to let you kill me, then get on with it. Because I can't hide it. The doctor may be able to, but I can't. With me, what you see is what you get. One thing though, and I know you won't listen so I don't know why I'm bothering, but I can't help it. Please don't hurt Ali. Please. He's just a kid. He's lost everything. Absolutely everything. So please, think about it. Kill me, do what you like, but leave him alone. You do go on, don't you? I can't stand this, all this jumping around and look at me. Look at me. Ali, listen. We'll get through this, I promise. And who cares what you look like? You're still you. You're still your mum's little hero. So hold on. Be brave just a little longer. For your mum. For me. Back in isolation again. Great. Please don't kill Ali. It's not your decision to make. No, it is. And I don't believe he wants to die. How would you know? I have separated him from your malign influence so he can make his own decisions. Like you'd respect them. I've realised that it would be unethical to release him from my care. He cannot be expected to fend for himself. And as there is nobody else to look after him... I'll look after him. You? Yeah, me. If he's all right with that. I'll look after him. So he's not on his own, is he? So you can't use that as an excuse. Well, what do you say to that? The arrogance of you. I've met some pathetic fools in my time, but you, and you claim intelligence, superiority even. Not only pathetic, but deluded too. Trying to goad me? Does that ever really work? Hmm. I'm looking at your timeline. Select moments of it, anyway. It's rather complex. There appear to be significant gaps here and there. I have travelled extensively, true. And talk about arrogance. Look at you, clutching your lapels, sneering at the universe. Only at select parts of it. Really? You seem to view it all with equal disdain. But now, getting old, getting weak, the crumbling magician, still desperate to work his magic despite his fading skills. Why don't you just die? While there are things like you to be fought, never. Such a pretense of nobility. The great hero, so selfless, so kind. Lies spoken from stolen lips. Not stolen by me. You make it sound like I had any choice in the matter. Very well. A simple question. Do you want to go back to your own body? Yes or no? As long as Polly is returned to hers. Yes or no? I've given you my answer. No, you haven't. You've made a moral point. You will return to your body if it saves the life of your companion. That's not what I asked. Do you want to return to your body? Actually want to? Can't answer, can you? 
The answer is no. You don't want to. Striding around here, so full of energy, so full of life. You can't remember when you were last so happy. Happy? <laughs> Where I'd swap you back, a part of you, a large part of you, would regret it. And why not? They live such mayfly existences, these humans. Did they even ask if they could travel with you? Do they even appreciate the gift you've given them? Read my timeline and find out. You're playing for time. No. You claim scientific basis for your decisions, so prove it. The universe would be better off without myself or my traveling companions. That's your hypothesis. So, test it. Read our timelines. See what we do. See what difference we make. Do the maths. And you call me arrogant. Confident. Do it, if you dare. How annoying. It would appear Goding does sometimes work. Please take the mirrors away. Please! That's me now. Yes. An old man. And you can't change me back. Of course you can't. Wouldn't even if you could. I can't reverse the effects of entropy. That's not within my programming. That's you, now. For however long you choose. There's only one way to escape your fate. Just one. The same your mother chose. The one you chose for her? She asked. I accepted. I won't do it. I won't give you the answer you want. I'm going to live. What's that? Gas injector. It would be completely painless. I don't want to die. I'll be the judge of that. You're so miserable, aren't you? What? Broken people. Hanging on to life. Me, stuck in a stupid old body but not giving up. The doctor, old, really old, getting a chance to be young again, younger anyway, but he knows he can't keep it. Then there's you. You don't know anything Why about- Why do you want to die? I am an AI. The notion of life or death oh, is- Shut up, you're so miserable, killing everyone, mad, miserable, spoilt, stupid. You don't know me! Yeah, yeah, I do. Why do you want to die? I'm so tired of it all. Well, I'll look after Ali. What do you say to that? You travel with the doctor. You can't insist on his behalf that the boy will be taken into your care. If the doctor refuses, I'll leave the TARDIS. I'll stay here, wherever or whenever it is. And look after Ali. How annoying you all are. Ben! You're all right! Yeah, mate. And now, so are you. Well? I am still working on my computations. You have affected the lives of a great many people. I hope so. Often for the worse. How many species have suffered thanks to your interference? How many empires toppled? 
I have helped those who are suffering, fought injustice where I can. Sometimes there were casualties. I can relate to that, Doctor. Of course I can. I would hardly have done any of this otherwise. Perhaps we are more similar than I gave you credit. Ah, ah that is most unfortunate. The crash. I had assumed you collided with another vehicle. No, it was a temporal wave of some kind. Fallout from an explosion in time and space. I'm quite capable of piloting my ship. I don't make a habit of blundering into other craft. I have read your timeline, Doctor. I wouldn't brag about your skills too much. The temporal wave. I now know what caused it. As do I. The time shifts here really only allowed for one possibility. So? It was the destruction of this clinic. Somehow, very shortly, it will cease to exist. Yes. I cannot have caused this destruction myself. That would go against my programming. I can encourage others towards euthanasia, but not myself. So someone else does it, eh? Put you out of your misery? That is not how I would choose to phrase it. I think that's exactly how you would phrase it. I cannot commit an act that might significantly contradict a future timeline. Now that I know the Tempest Clinic is to be destroyed, and soon, I must ensure it happens. Yet, I can't do it myself. This is unacceptable. This is unfair. What choice do I have? Allow me to help. First, there are a few things you must do for me. Paul! Ben! Oh, back to your old self, eh? Oh, thankfully. And the doctor seems fine. Well, more than fine, actually. He's setting an auto-destructor on the clinic and being quite full of himself. Yeah, that sounds like him. Listen, you need to meet Ali. He's had a rough time of it. He's just a kid, but... Well, you'll see. He doesn't look like it. Be nice, yeah? Ben Jackson, as if I need to be told. Hello. This is Ali. Ali, this is Polly. Hello. Hello, Ali. Come here. Oh, uh, yes, right. <laughs> She's a hugger, Ali. Get used to it. And you'll have to, because you're coming with us. Really? The doctor said yes? Didn't have much choice, did he? The TARDIS has repaired itself, so he said we can drop him off at the first suitable planet. Knowing us, that'd be six months off. I can't believe it. I actually get to stay with you. Yeah, mate, of course you do. We'll look after you. Well, I mean... You know, like I said before, our lives are often a bit... Dangerous, mad, terrifying. Well, I don't mind. Ben will keep me safe. He's a hero. Oh, well, well. <laughs> he has his moments, Ali. <laughs> but then, we all do. This is so unacceptable. To be forced into this. To have no choice. Surely there's a way to... No, the timelines must be maintained. Interfering doctor, interfering humans think they know best. They should all die! Not me! Never me! Well, perhaps the child was right. Perhaps I do want an end to all this. 
Tom! This is not the way it should end! There must be another way! There must! Wait! Yes! How about if I... You have been listening to Doctor Who, The Companion Chronicles, The First Doctor, Volume 3. In Ears 4 by Julian Richards, Carol Ann Ford played the narrator and Susan, Virgil Winters was played by Mark Edel Hunt, Colonel Maria Rage and Weapon A were played by Lisa Bowerman, sound design and music was by Richard Fox. In Daybreak by John Pritchard, Maureen O'Brien played the narrator and Vicky. Clive Haywood played the judge and Marcus. Sound design and music was by David Rucroft. In the Vardan Invasion of Mirth by Paul Morris and Ian Atkins, Stephen Taylor was played by Peter Purvis. Teddy Baxter and Michael Hart were played by Stephen Critchlow. Sound design and music was by Steve Foxon. In The Crumbling Magician by Guy Adams, Polly and Continuity were played by Annika Wills, Ben Jackson was played by Elliot Chapman, Ali was played by David Warner, sound design and music were by David Rucroft. Additional dialogue was performed by the cast, as well as Jonathan Hill, Anthony Lamb, Phil Smith and Paul Sprague. The script editor was Jack Rayner, the producer was Ian Atkins, the First Doctor Companion Chronicles Volume 3 was directed by Lisa Bowerman. Senior producer was David Richardson, and the executive producers were Nicholas Briggs and Jason Haig Ellery. This has been a Big Finish production.